Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It is Friday, February 21st. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, St. Louis's new professional football team plays its first home game this weekend at the Dome at America Center. Team president Kurt Hunsinker has spent months selling his team in a city that has lost two professional football franchises. We didn't even want to dwell on it. You don't want to pick the scab. You don't want to itch the scar tissue. We examine how the Battle Hawks have been growing their fan base ahead of the team's home opener. First, the headlines. The city of St. Louis is giving local residents with outstanding municipal warrants a chance for a fresh start. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, its municipal court will hold an amnesty program from February 24th through the 27th. There are currently more than 119,000 outstanding warrants, meaning thousands of people are at risk of going to jail. During the amnesty period, those individuals can go to the courts building at 1520 Market and get the warrants waived for no cost. They may still have to pay fines and fees. Judge Newton McCoy is an administrative judge with the St. Louis Municipal Court. He says some old cases may even be dismissed that same day. We don't want to create a situation where there's no way for them to get themselves in a position where in the compliance. And when you hold on to some of those old cases, it makes it harder. The program applies to all municipal court cases except prostitution and driving under the influence. I'm Rachel Lipman. St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri Senate has passed legislation that would provide a tax incentive to save money for long-term care expenses. The bill would create a state income tax deduction for money invested in savings accounts to pay for the care of the chronically ill. Individuals could claim deductions of up to $4,000 annually and married couples up to $8,000. The savings could be used for their own future care or for someone else. The concept is similar to state tax breaks granted for investing money in college savings accounts. This legislation now goes to the Missouri House. With less than a month until the Illinois primary election, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders is leading in a new poll of Illinois voters. But as Brian Mackey reports, the field is still quite divided. Sanders had 22 percent support among Democrats, with former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg just five points behind. The poll of likely voters is from the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute at Southern Illinois University Carbondale. It was taken from February 10th through 17th, before the most recent debate. Next in the poll are Joe Biden and Pete Buttigieg at 14 and 13 percent, and Senators Amy Klobuchar and Elizabeth Warren in the mid-single digits. The wild card in the results is that nearly one in five Democrats is still undecided. President Trump, meanwhile, has just a 39 percent approval rating in Illinois. I'm Brian Mackey. St. Louis's new professional football team will play its first home game this weekend at the Dome at America's Center. The St. Louis Battlehawks are part of the new XFL. They are the first pro squad in the Dome since the Rams bolted back to Los Angeles. As we recently found out, grassroots support for the new team and league started building well before the Battlehawks played their first game. 
Some St. Louis sports history was made in Dallas a couple of Sundays ago. Breaks through, and Keith Ford takes it into the end zone. A 16-yard touchdown run to give St. Louis. The Battlehawks' first-ever ever touchdown marks a new era of professional football in the region. The St. Louis Battlehawks split their first two games on the road. Now they are coming home to the Dome. And team president Kurt Hunzinger can't wait. He's the person in charge of selling football in a city that has lost two professional franchises, the Cardinals in 1988 and the Rams in 2015. Obviously, we're cognizant of St. Louis's pro football past, and that was exactly why immediately we didn't even want to dwell on it. You don't want to pick the scab. You don't want to itch the scar tissue. Many of those wounds came from Rams owner Stan Kroenke as he was moving the team back to California. In the relocation application to the NFL, he wrote, quote, Compared to all other cities, St. Louis is struggling. He added, the city lags in economic drivers to support a pro football team. Hunzinger looks at St. Louis and sees potential for his XFL squad. St. Louis is an awesome sports town. What we're hoping to promote and showcase in the community has an active role in this is it is an unbelievable football town. And the past is the past. We're, we're wanting them to come out and help build our future. That approach is paying off with some football diehards. The team says Sunday's game at the Dome against New York is on its way to becoming a sellout, although the XFL is only using the lower portion of the stadium. Lois Linton will be in that crowd Sunday. She was among the roughly 300 diehards who recently gathered at the Anheuser-Busch Beer Garden to learn more about the team and talk football. Well, I love football. I'm a football fanatic, have been all my life. My aunt told me years ago it's just in our blood. Linton lives in the Metro East and has been dubbed Mother Hawk by fellow fans. The 76-year-old went to Rams and Cardinals games years ago and is thrilled to have any form of pro football back in St. Louis. It's fantastic. That's my primary form of entertainment. And I like to be there in the dome. You can't replace it by watching it on TV. The local connection extends to the field. Three players on the roster grew up in the region, including Florissant native Brian Folkerts. Speaking at the old Rams practice facility where the Battlehawks now work out, Folkerts says he grew up a Rams fan and was on the team when it moved to L.A. That gives him a clear understanding of how big the XFL could be for football fans in the region. I think St. Louis has been missing part of its soul since the Rams left, and if we can come back and kind of help fill that void, it'd be nice. Even though there has not been a home game yet, fans have already come up with a team battle cry, which echoed around the post-sports bar and grill in Creve Corps last Sunday while the Battlehawks game was on television. Because the call is law. And fans are hoping that law will be in place for a while so they will be able to keep cheering on professional football in St. Louis for years to come. St. Louis Public Radio's Kayla Drake contributed to that report. Our Maria Altman edited that story. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before we wrap up, tomorrow marks a big day in U.S. hockey history. That, of course, is Al Michaels with his Do You Believe in Miracles call right after Team USA beat the powerful Russians at the 1980 Olympics in Lake Placid. That will be 40 years ago tomorrow. 
That game did not secure the gold medal for Team USA. They knocked off Finland two days later to win gold in Lake Placid. Forty years ago, I am old. Have a great weekend. I'm Wayne Pratt from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.